everything that you've got to say to us. So thank you very much for joining us uh, today, Lisa, and uh, looking, looking forward to the next little while talking around, you know, your experiences as a leader. Um, we'll get a little bit of background from you as a mo in, in a moment in terms of your area of expertise, um, but your leadership challenges at the moment as well. And, and, and then we'll get sort of into the conversation and see where it takes us. I think really importantly for all of us, um, there's there's a couple of angles that we're going to be really interested in today. Um, one is definitely the professional leadership angle, but two, you know, all leaders are people and we are all people together in this. So, so we're, we're going to be sort of really interested in, in sort of uh, navigating that balance that every leader has to play as well. So uh, um, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, before first things first, Lisa, a um, little bit about sort of you, your current role, sort of uh, the world that you're working in, just so that the audience can can hear that. Sure, sure. Well, apologies, everyone. So there's the first sort of technical hitch I've had in the um, day five of working from home, which this is for me now. And I, I, I promise you it's not because I'm in my pyjamas, right? That's definitely one of the things that uh, I'm not doing since, I, since I've had this new new way of life. Um, so apologies, and I wish I could see you all. I certainly wish, I hope you can all hear me. Um, so I'm uh, Lisa Bonnie. I'm one of the uh, managing directors at the IIG group, the Inside Ideas group. I work in the Oliver Agency, and right now my focus is on uh, leading the Diageo account uh, globally. Um, I'm responsible for up to about 80 people at the moment, uh, and uh, my background really is uh, working in uh, many London, many UK agencies on global businesses. Uh, Oliver is a business, as though, for those of you that don't know, I'm not quite sure who's on the call, is a business that creates bespoke agencies for clients so we are very very used to being agile uh, adaptive and basically a chameleon to our client needs uh, uh, and currently we are in obviously very extreme circumstances and I almost feel like I keep saying to my team it feels like we're in some kind of sort of suspended reality is the best way that I've been describing it and and I know there's a lot of uncertainty and unknown at the moment so if there's ever a time that we have to sort of course correct and adjust our behaviours um, and, and, and how we lead uh, we're certainly being I'm certainly being tested by it right now so we're, so basically we are a, a, a digital first agency uh, we do uh, a lot of social a lot of community management a lot of e-com a lot of retail business for 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 Diageo and that's our main role but obviously as I say we create bespoke agencies for clients so every every one of our agencies is, is individual I suppose the biggest test for us at the moment in light of the sort of the, the business context is that our model is that we are actually on site with our clients so we are in essence our clients closest partner uh, we don't run the traditional agency infrastructure mm -hmm. um, and we normally sit side by side by our clients and obviously a lot of our clients have enforced um, a work from home policy so so, so that, that's been very difficult about how we adapt to those circumstances as well yeah really, really clear and and, and in terms of sort of your global M, your md of global of global uh, business uh, lisa and you know how many countries is that covering how many people is that covering what was the kind of leadership 
for the umbrella that, that, that you are responsible yeah, for? Yeah, so at the moment we are about, on, on Diageo we're about uh, between 60 and 80 people and we're in UK, we're in Europe, we're in the US and we're in Asia as well. So that's the, that's the territories I'm covering. But, but um, IIG, IIG group is, uh, is totally global and they're in over 47, 47 countries. So, so, people. Yeah, so, so for you, the, the, you know, actually working remotely from people is, is, you know, something that is familiar with you, but we've got a completely different set of circumstances as well in which that remote work is having to take place, I guess. Yeah, for me personally, that you know, that's nothing new. I work from uh, head office. I work from the centre. So working remotely outside of all of the teams is, is something I'm very familiar with. It's just that my leading the teams on the ground when they're sat next to their clients is very different now to leading them when they're virtual. So that's some of the that's some of the challenges that we're leading into. And, and um, you know, through the conversation, you know, I think I think it's going to be interesting to sort of talk to you the person talk to you the leader and get and get that balance and yeah I, I guess uh, I'm, I'm hearing a voice of someone who has kind of got there's some speed there's some energy to it there's some excitement there's you know some passion and emotion around your voice and, and I'm just wondering how, how how you as a person who who sort of comes across that way is currently feeling when perhaps the game has changed and you're not able to Sort of you know have the certainty and focus and direction that you normally do have yeah i mean you know i think as we as, as we all know with uncertainty comes a certain amount of uh, anxiety comes a certain amount of panic uh, so my focus at the moment is actually chris is just to really continue to be me mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. You know, you know, sound kind of by example, but just to do and operate in as normal circumstances as I can, and lead in the only way I know how, which has always been a sort of people first, mm-hmm. uh, people first leadership. But to also, you know, try and lead my team, and my clients by staying connected, by staying calm. And for one thing, I'm certainly over communicating it, communicating at the moment. Um, and one of the things I would say is that for me, there's, there feels like there's a, there's a now, there's, there's, there's a next, mm-hmm. and then there's the future. And, and I just don't know about that future. Right. None of us yeah. do. Yeah. And. You know the, the the news the news channel. I'm sure we're all glued to the news. It's changing on a daily basis, depending on what markets you're in. I mean, you know, for example, uh, I'm seeing that um, our, our organisation, as, as obviously as a responsible organisation, we've set up a COVID-19 task force, as I'm sure most companies have. We've been planning for several months because China has been out since the second week in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had the 24-hour notice period from their government that they were going into lockdown. Um, and so what I've been able, and they've now gone, they've now started to go back to work. So what I'm able to do is draw down on those on those learnings from our fantastic leadership in China. Yeah. What did they do? What did they learn through this process? What can, what can we pass on? What are the mistakes they made? You know, everybody's human. We're all learning as we go. So. I don't know what the future is going to hold, and we can so we can't even sort of think about future proofing at the moment. Yeah. So for me, there's like a now, and then there's a next, and that's kind of where I'm focusing my efforts and my team's efforts on 
what's the now, how are we operating in this really kind of surreal situation and how are we setting ourselves up to, you know, people first, but we also need the business to go back to when hopefully this goes back to normal in a few weeks, months, however long it might be. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Has, has the, because I guess now next future is a balance that most leaders are trying to strike the majority of the time anyway. Has the the distance between now and next reduced for you? Does it feel like now and next are kind of merging together much more or, or, or are you keeping them separate? Yeah, no, it does feel like they're slightly merging. I mean, I think when I started this on Monday, I was in the now and then the next. Right. And now I feel like, you know, as things are accelerating, I feel like that, you know, we're, I'm in, we're in the next. Um, and, you know, what does that mean for us as a, as an agency but what does it also mean for my team on the ground what does it mean for my clients so every day I'm escalating and you know adapting my team accordingly I'm changing plans so everything's happening in, in, in real time um, and that communication is so so important to give your to give to give out us a sense of team and a sense of camaraderie how are we managing that together and collaborating on a day-to-day -day basis and so the now and next are very much merging and I'm kind of putting the future out now. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, for me, from a performance perspective, when the now and the next start to merge, you instantly you kind of go, OK, well, that, that's going to feel like there's more pace to everything and perhaps more stress in the system. So if I think of stress as the difference, you know, the, the balance between the perceived demand and the perceived ability to cope. It, it just feels like a lot of those things are potentially up in the ante for everyone. So there's more unhelpful stress in the system, possibly. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. I just wonder if you're noticing anything in in you or the people around you that is any natural responses to that kind of change of pace, that reactive sort of thinking, the not knowing the answers kind of. Are you noticing any differences yeah. in vibe? I mean, I think, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, I think I've been I think I've been laser focused on two key areas, two clear areas. Because if I if I try to do too much, I think you know we all fall over, right? Yeah, so I've tried yeah. to be really laser focused in my approach to leadership, and that is the first thing is my people, the people, um, and that is their health, their self care, their well being. Keeping themselves safe, keeping their families safe, keeping themselves in the best mental and physical health that they can be has been the number one priority. Mm -hmm. And obviously that changes on a daily basis. You know, we've got people that work from home. We've got people that live with elderly parents. We've got people that are now having to homeschool their children. Yeah, we've yeah. got people that have to self-isolate. So, you know, it, um, we're really talking about being a chameleon to different people in their different environments and making sure that they've got the best possible opportunity to thrive throughout this have they got the right equipment have they not got enough space and distance have they got enough support are they eating the right things so you know care, sending home care packages so there's lots of things that we are doing as an organization around individuals and their health we are having um we have, a, we have a daily huddle every morning just to do a check-in on how people are and remembering in this that everybody is individual. Mm -hmm. So there are some that need more 
more support than others so we do a group check-in where we can uh, particularly in the UK and Europe we do a group check-in um, and then we do, I do some individual check-ins or my line management do individual check-ins yeah, so that we're yeah. making sure that we can adapt our response uh, accordingly um, I'm seeing the most fantastic response from people I mean you know I've seen it even in my own community how people right, are changing yeah. to help each other uh, and I think it's fantastic, you know, the community support groups that have started up that, you know, that, that I've joined and helping our people get their shopping and not be ridiculous by going to buy loads of hand sanitizer and, and stuff like that. The response from the community and the response from the people has been overwhelming. And I'm sort of hoping that when we do return to normal, whatever normal is, that there'll be a different kind of normal. Because yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I do think the world, I do think the world will change. So. You know, again, that's probably me being a, a, a positive individual. So, so my people is my first laser focus, not not to detract too much. Yeah, and um, and yeah, the the people first thing, Lisa. I think I think that's important as well. If if I ask you as a person who happens to be a leader who's taking the responsibility for all these people, what's the what what's helping you in terms of yeah. your sense of control and your ability to not kind of burn yourself out by thinking people first all the time which gets in the way of thinking you first yeah yeah no it's a great question and um you know I'm, I'm, I'm day five of working from home now and actually it's just changed Chris so it's a really good question you know day one this is fantastic this is great this is easy and it, it gets difficult so what am I doing to sort of manage my own performance? The first thing I'm doing is asking for help. Oh, good, <laughs> um, good. It, it, it's not something that actually comes naturally to me, um, but I'm actually asking for help and I'm encouraging everybody to do the same. But I'm asking for help myself. So I'm pulling on the network. I'm pulling on my friends. I'm pulling on my family. I'm pulling on my team. You know, we are all in this together, but I'm absolutely asking for help. I can't do yeah, this yeah. on my own. Um, and that's been really important. Um, I've put some parameters around my own working conditions. Cool. Okay. Um, so I go out every morning and I walk and I get fresh air whilst I can, right? So we don't know how things are going to change. So mm. merging the now and the next, I'll make sure I get out. I move away from my screen. I listen to positive news. I don't always have the, the, the negative news. I'm I'm filtering social media. Uh, I'm playing music. Um, I'm staying connected. Uh, you know, come back to that sense of uh, sense of community. Um, I might even start watching some of the old Arsenal videos because you know that was positive, right? And I'm not sure how long it's going to be before they're positive again. You so, must have to go back a long way as well. Oh, all right, all right, yeah. all right. So I'm doing things like that. Um, just, just, just that. Those are the parameters I've put around my own working conditions because it's very easy to be sat in front of the screen because you haven't even got travel time anymore, yeah, right? Yeah. So from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, and I'm saying to my guys, let's not do that. Um, last night we had our first, uh, we, we, we look after Diageo, which is obviously mm -hmm. those of you that know, it's Booth Client. We had our first virtual social, drinking responsibly, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we all made a cocktail and we got online and we talked about anything apart from COVID-19 because normally Thursday nights is the night that the guys, you know, go to the pub. Cool. Um, yeah. so, so we did it at home. So there's, there's things that we are doing to keep up the spirits, keep up the camaraderie and to put your own parameters in place that works for you. Um, 
and uh, you know helps your own keep, keeps your your own sense of um, sense of sanity. Um, I would also sort of add to that that um, you know I'm in the process of uh, of I mean, in fact I'm about to qualify in May hopefully of doing a course in psychotherapy. Okay. Um, and of course that's been suspended now. Right. Uh, and so our our learning has gone virtual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our college has gone virtual, which is is fantastic. We're about to take our mock exams, so it's thrown lots of things up. But yeah, um, yeah. In terms of uh, the, the cognitive behaviour, that I've been, you know, practicing what I preach, and I've been doing small things that will improve my my or keep or retain my mental state of health, and some of the things that I've alluded to would fall into that bracket. But I cannot reinforce to my team how much self care is going to amplify and become so much more important over the coming weeks and months. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I think there's a couple of things that are really useful from, from that perspective. One, you know, when you've got a greater sense of threat in the environment around you, it means that you kind of have to do more of the self-care, protecting yourself first and foremost, because you kind of, you know, there's, there's more of that threat around you, whereas normally we wouldn't feel so much. But I think the second thing that I'm finding quite interesting at the moment is, you know, how, how can we make mental health a kpi for every for every team at the moment so what what are we all collectively doing to keep our mental health in the best shape possible if it's a collective objective that is part of the mix i'm I'm just wondering what value that can have rather than it being something that we all talk about that everyone needs to be doing but we look at everyone else before ourselves whereas if we make it a collective kpi i I wonder what difference that might make to people Um, I mean, I, I, I think that's really important. I think that, you know, coming back to um, uh, values and, and, and behaviours is the thread that should be holding all this together. And, you know, our values of ne- as an agency have never been more important mm, to us yeah. as, a, as, a, as a team right now. And I think looking after ourselves and looking after our mental capability as a collective group and that thing, you know, always, you know, asking for help. You know, I think that's incredibly important, sharing some of our anxieties, um, you know, sharing what the challenges are and to see how we can best support each other in these times. And that's what I say, Chris, I come back to my biggest behavioural change myself has been to ask for help. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I get, I'm, I'm thinking as well in terms of sort of some of the stuff that might be causing interference and worry for people that you're leading. And typically, you know, we're in a... We're in a, a in commercial environments where there's loads of focus on known targets that we're confident in. You know, kind of forecasting accuracy is usually pretty good, and we're, we're we're sort of hunting down targets and getting feedback from what are reliable numbers. We think, you know, and and that's changed. You know, actually, the goals and what you know what we're able to achieve has totally changed for most people now. And, and I'm wondering, have have you seen any difference in that? Because people haven't got the kind of they can't trust the goals that were there. They can't really aim for them because the game's changed so much. Has, has there anything changed for you in terms of the leadership conversations you're having because it's really all about performance now and not about results? Yeah, it's, yeah you know, it, you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, it is all about performance. And what we are doing is we are looking at this quite pragmatically. And across the agency, you know, we have... Um, 
you know, we, we, we have we, we have hundreds of clients and we're seeing some that are unfortunately experiencing a, a, a downturn. Mm-hmm. You know, the travel industry, the, the leisure industries, the out-of-home entertainment, the very obvious ones um, we know. Yeah. Whilst in our other, our other client bases, we're seeing, you know, an increase in terms, you know, the healthcare, the, the, the health sector. Um, the social and digital content to drive the at-home occasions is they're, they're, those are things that are all on the increase, um, and uh, you know we are so therefore we are looking at things holistically, yeah, yeah. and where we can say to everyone, you know, okay, whilst we might have a downturn over here, we need some support over here. So we're redeploying attack talent accordingly, and we are doing whatever we need to do to, you know, retain our, our staff base because. We believe that we will come out of this. We believe that we will come out of this stronger. And we need a client base to come back to. And we need teams of our great people to come back to. So, you know, we've made a lot of investment in talent. Uh, You know, Oliver is a people-first company. It makes a hell of a lot of investment in talent, in training and development. Um, And we want to retain those people when we come out of the other side of this in in a few months. So we're looking at things holistically so that we can adjust forecasts and we can adjust you know P&Ls accordingly and we can redeploy our people accordingly and one of the best things about doing that is that we're working virtually yeah yeah so actually you know we're, we're, we're gaining a lot of uh, really good insight and how to do things differently from across the globe so we're learning how people do it and we're sharing a lot more and we're collaborating a lot more so there's actually a, there's, there's actually there's different things and you know not necessarily positive or ne- negative but there's different ways of doing things that are that are seeping through now which are incredibly um uh, fulfilling uh, incredibly enlightening and there's things out there we didn't even know we had yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, and, and that's you know i think the 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 not positive or negative but different i, I think that's such a useful sort of frame as well where you're kind of looking at each day and you're thinking, you know, what what information is going to come in today that is going to, you know, give me something to build from, you know, with, yeah. and, and you know, it's, it's trying to have that agnostic approach to stuff. It's just information. It's not good or bad, you know. And and we update our sort of confidence bank. We update our knowledge and, and we get ready to go again. And I think I think that that sort of you know description you've got there is really nice around this different stuff. And then what do we want to do with that as well? Um, I, I was just, just interested in some of the stuff you were saying there as well. And it made me think about the whole concept of work-life balance as well. And yeah. So I kind of got, I was going off down that route. And, you know, everything seems to have merged now into just life, which is, you know, um, uh, we're all managing that kind of personal, professional. The, the, the boundaries have been blurred much more as well. And I wonder if there's anything interesting for you coming from that you know, where it's more about we're aware of people's lives more rather than work-life balance. It's just kind of taking care of people who we work with. Yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right. It was, um, you know, as I said at the start of this, it's it's got to be about people first. And, I'm, you know, I'm going to include my our clients in this as well. Yeah, our yeah. clients are our, our partners, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
just because we're virtual, we are still becoming our clients' closest partners because they're going through the same challenges. They're going through the difficulties within their own organisations. Um, and, you know, we've done things like we've set up helplines for them and, you know, they can call us to say if they've got a challenge with something, is there any way we can help them? Or we can reach out to our global network and is there anything we can do differently? You know, does our tone of voice in our communications yeah. have to change? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, the sensitivity around this stuff and it's absolutely right to put that sort of, uh, you know, uh, front and centre of, of what we're doing. So we've had to really, really course correct everything we do. And we are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make an apology for this, Chris. We are testing and learning because yeah. this really happens on Monday to us in, in the UK anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, we're testing and learning. We are taking learnings from the other part, the other areas of the world that are, were ahead of the curve. Um, but we are testing and learning every day as we go along. And we are not afraid to make mistakes. And we're not afraid to correct those. But coming back to the human nature of this and your values and your behaviours, if your values and behaviours are front and centre, I do believe that we will come out of this absolutely stronger and absolutely as, as better people. You know, and I make no apologies for my leadership being laser focused on people first. And, you know, in that I include our clients and then keeping a sustainable business for our people to come back to once we're out of the other side. But I've seen a collaborative spirit that I've not seen in my 30 years of marketing or 25 years of marketing, however long it's been. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I think that, 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 you know, as you say, that, you know, the future is likely to be changed for the better. And, and if values in organizations are yeah, actually meaning is coming to them rather than them being logos on the wall and words on the wall in nice fonts you know there's actually going to be meaning behind them as well and i think, I think yeah that's key the, yeah the, the other thing that as you were speaking as well i was i was just wondering about is that you know actually there's a load here that really feels that the energy required right now is much greater and we've we kind of touched it already but i i just wonder have you seen any any of your team that you're leading doing any really good stuff to sort of rest and recover better because you know we're having to expend more psychological energy and emotional energy has there been anything that you've seen which is showing you that people are you know looking after themselves in a different way or really committed yeah. to it or you know they're doing some good stuff along those lines yeah i mean you know we We've not quite got there in the UK yet because it's all been new for us and we've really been into sort of scenario planning this yeah. week and making sure everyone's set up for success with, you know, the right equipment, the right tables, chairs, laptops, you know, they're, 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 they're sitting at the right height. You know, we'd have to do all the health and safety stuff at home yeah, to yeah. make sure that people can just do their sort of day-to-day -day jobs. If they've got enough Wi-Fi, they've got enough broadband, you know, all of that. So, so it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a little manic this weekend. But taking the lessons from uh, our colleagues that have already sort of been in the middle of this, uh, you know, we have colleagues in uh, across Europe that are in lockdown. We have colleagues in Asia that are coming back out of this. And they're all talking to us about how much work-life balance, exercise, eating right, getting your core conditions right mm -hmm. to be able to perform at your best, given the circumstances that we are, that we're all playing in, given the playing conditions that we're in. And, you know, I'm asking everybody to take those kind of 
really, 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 really seriously. Um, and then again, coming back to living and breathing those values. And also the other thing we haven't stopped doing, Prince, ironically, you know, I, I've worked with Kate too for a long time. So you will know I, I, I pick up on some of your language um, because, you know, Keith drummed it into me yeah. uh, when yeah. he was my coach and, and fantastic that, um, uh, you know, asking for feedback is still continuing your own performance journey <laughs> and asking for feedback you know am i doing too much am i over communicating am i not doing enough was that meeting useful and you know and, and let's get downtime and let's make sure that we're not working into the middle of the night so there, there's things that i'm having to adjust my own because i do have enormous energy mm -hmm. and i can't expect everybody else to have the same energy um, so, you know, making sure that we're treating everybody as individuals, but doing what's right for their mental and physical health, giving them the support we need. We've got helplines for people, um, you know, making sure that everybody's getting enough exercise while they can, getting out and about. But don't extend your working hours just because you're working from home and yeah. spend time with your family when you can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it, it, you know, brings to mind for me the 100% the mentality of, you know, work out what version of you you are one day at a time and then you know be yeah. happy if you get close to 100% of that don't don't demand more of yourself don't be thinking about what you should be able to do what you must be able to do be really clear about right this is the version of me I am today let's you know do as much as I can with that and and be proud that you've been able to do that one day at a time in in extreme circumstances so um one one last sort of question I'm 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 interested in sort of you know just specifically has there been one or two delightful surprises for you this week? Has there been anything that you sort of reflect back on, a learning that you've kind of that's that, that's lifted you or sort of has, has, has sort of delighted you in some way this week? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure this sort of what well, it's been. It's been quite. A, it's been quite a manic week. I have to say. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say what I am absolutely uh, been blown up blown away by is the resilience of uh, the teams of my teams um, and how everybody has seemed to have adapted <laughs> so well so quickly uh, to this virtual way of working by through collaboration yeah um, and you know I, I've literally been blown away and then I've also been blown away by creativity and I'm going to use that in its broadest sense so you know we had our first virtual social last night and my god some of the you know the backgrounds that people brought into the into the zoom some of the cocktails they were bringing you know <laughs> everyone went completely over balls we're now going into themed parties next week one of the team is going to host the virtual abigail's party party so for those of you that are old enough and are familiar with abigail's party you can imagine who's playing alison stedman <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, so just to be serious, and the creativity of the themes and how we're using, uh, how on all, in all seriousness, how we're using tech more appropriately, yeah. Yeah. Um, and how we're using our resources, and how we're using our network, and how we're using our people, um, the, the resilience and the creativity, and the sense of camaraderie, and the sort of stoic sense of sort of, uh, of how we will get through this has 
literally blown me away. I mean, I, I would say the, the, the commitment, but underpinned by still living and breathing um, our, our values. And, I, and I've said to the guys, you know, one of our values is about being curious and yeah. just continue to be curious because you never know really how the person next to you is feeling and you never really know how the clients are feeling unless you ask them or unless you're curious about their business. And, you know, we're having to follow the path of travel. Um, and so uh, we are, you know, where there's, where there's, where there's, you know, the, we're seeing differences between at home category and on, you know, and out home, and you know, we're having to course correct to support clients in different parts of the business to do things differently. And, and one of my team said to me yesterday, uh, "I wonder how quick we'll be to jump on an aeroplane again <laughs> when we've made this work virtually." Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting just to sort of see what, what stuff sticks as well. Now, it's really, really great reflections. And, and uh, yeah, the creativity does sound like a high point. So uh, you'll, you'll have to see if you can share some pictures of, of next week's party online as well. So, oh, yeah. I'll share the yeah. picture. I'm not going to show, I'm not sure I'm sharing a picture of you with me as Alison Stedman <laughs> with a plastic pineapple. But, oh, you know, you, you never know. We'll see. Yeah, all good. Well, yeah, yeah, great to have had the chance to talk to you, Lisa. And certainly the you know, a big, a big reflection for me again, hearing your energy sort of, you know, uh, uh, I, I hope you do relaxation and recovery as well as you do energy and determination as well for, to get the contrast in there as well. So I think that's something that, you know, the starting with the self-compassion to do the people first leadership, having had compassion with yourself first, that's going to be increasingly important over the weeks to come as well. But um, thank you for being so uh, open with us and being able to share your experiences. And we're going to carry on these themes of, conversations over the course of the next couple of weeks so I, I hope you're able to listen in to some as well and, and, and get as much value from the other interviews as, as people have been able to get today so uh, thank you for your time yeah, yeah thanks you know I will be joining them because to hear from other leaders and what they're doing and what their challenges are because I suspect you know I'm first and I suspect it will get worse before it gets better so uh, learning how people how people are course correcting would be a great feedback for me as well yeah absolutely no, yeah and and with with the sort of slack community that we're setting up as well which was sort of from last week's webinar we're trying to get people connecting via that we've also got all of the stuff we're pushing out from the performance room so you know for, for people who are interested in kind of connecting within the community we're trying to create this opportunity for leaders to get the information that we're sharing which comes from a lot of the working relationships we've got already but also we, we we want people to be able to kind of connect with each other as well and take advantage of you know the huge amount of passionate expert people who are superb in their own fields of play but if we can get people supporting across the high performance community that we know you know we know there's some great stuff to be uh, sort of you know added up there the collaboration piece that Lisa's talked about you know let's collaborate across sectors and, and, and in any ways that we, we haven't really imagined before as well so um, we're going to uh, finish it there folks so thank you very much for your um, time and energy if you've got questions do find your way through to our work from home slack community or come direct to us via our sort of social media channels as well we'll keep the conversations going um, keep doing the great work you're all doing in your areas as well and we look forward to the next couple of these uh, next week uh, enjoy the rest of your Friday um, and uh, keep well over the weekends and uh, uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks very much, everyone. Thanks. Thanks, Lisa. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.